Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the it's best podcast boy. show in the world, in the Rooftop Ohio. Pod. Ohio. The Rooftop Pod. Halfway. Rachel has arrived. Yay. Wow, that was probably extraordinary. Extraordinarily obnoxious. Oh, that's a competitor. We got to toss that to the side. No. We got to toss that to the side. Hey, why would you not wish Um, Yeah, so we are concluding our trip back home. All of us are leaving today except for Andrew. Andrew's going to stay yep. here a couple more days. What are you going to do while we're gone, Andrew? It's literally for one night. I'm going to sleep. I'm going to wake up and then I'm going to go to the Where airport. You? Oh, you leave Sunday? Uh, I can schedule a pickup. I just want to see how much it costs. Uh, oh. Can dad not take you? Oh, he's a Andrew's got money. Oh, no, Ooh. I'm not scheduling that. We're just going to call it live. Oh, gosh. That was only 60 bucks. Yeah, only? But it's cheaper if I schedule it live. Um, How about we just like chat for a little bit and then we can record and advertise them into okay okay what are we chatting about mm. excited to go back to college question. rachel no yes no yes yes mm. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. that's really I, interesting i was all oh, hold up hold up you're going to your senior year. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so excited to go back to my senior year of college. Senior year is the best year. Yeah. I know. I think I'm scared because I'm in a mood to play, right? Like, I just, all I want to do senior year is play. That's and what that's senior what you year can is do. For. But the thing is, There's most of nothing my friends, to play. Most of my fr- that <laughs> and most of my friends are pre meds. So, like, they're still taking things very seriously. Yeah, but they're not, they're like a different breed of pre med than you. Like they wait, take their coursework very seriously. Does it seriously. matter? What? Once they're I applying to med school. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. Yeah, they're applying, which is stressful. That's true. Yeah, I guess and your then they're still. still yeah. Oh, so they're not taking gap years. Yeah. See, this mm. is I highly encourage people to take gap year between undergrad and med school because applying during your senior year does kind of steal away your senior year experience because you're stressed and you're interviewing and you don't really have that much time to kind of relax and just enjoy senior year for what it is. Gap years are good. I highly encourage gap years. Close the door. Oh, it's John and Philip. Oh, I was like, who's... We're getting robbed. (laughs) No, um, I think, well, okay, I'm sure other people will want to play with me. I just need to, like, suss out the vibes first, you know? Like, Mm. I don't know who wants to play. That's true. But once I get back, I'm going to be like, who wants to play? (laughs) Mm. And then we're all going to go play. (laughs) Go where and play. (laughs) <laughs> yeah what's what's the vibe, the in vibe terms of, yeah this year is house parties oh i think i'm done with okay. bars okay i think okay. i'm sick and tired of bad music but the thing mm-hmm. is i don't know if everyone else likes the same music that i do so i don't know if i'm just gonna be playing to my own audience of me oh Are rachel's gonna, gonna get into djing i yeah. love uh, DJing. no we have a great like my okay, house okay, is great okay, for okay. hosting we've hosted before Word. all of my roommates have been like oh my gosh we should definitely host more mm. i'm like this is my year of play i will host i will absolutely host hosting is really fun but it gets kind of stressful because yeah. i hosted a lot um at my place and Same. you have as well mm-hmm. and it sounds like you're about to 
it's stressful in the sense that you want to make sure everyone's having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you notice some people not having fun, I get stressed. Or when I notice some people not having fun, I get stressed. I'm like, what can I do to I like? If you're behind like the DJ controller, mm-hmm. though, that's true. You, you just vibe into your yeah. own music. But the thing is, I feel bad because I want to have conversations with everybody, yeah. and as a host, you can't really do that. I yeah. just want to vibe. That's the only thing. Yeah. Like when you're yeah. <laughs> you're DJing and you're also hosting simultaneously, it's very hard to entertain the crowd outside of playing music. So, like, what you can do is you can make it interactive and take requests. I actually love taking requests because then Hmm. you can get... That's a hot take as a DJ. That is a hot take. No, I love taking requests because what they request is exactly what they want to hear. So, like, their energy gets going. Yeah. Of course, you have to, like... Down the music. You have to... No, that's not that hard to do. I think the hardest thing is, like, trying to balance... Like just pleasing very small mm. groups mm. or very with the general isolated groups yeah. or like pleasing like the entire crowd. And that's I think that's the biggest learning curve of DJing is knowing how to please the crowd and not just like a specific group. If you know yeah. what I mean. That's yeah. Fair. I don't know no, if I'm that good at it yet. I don't know. I don't think I would get into DJing for that purpose. Like, mm. I would do it for my own enjoyment. <laughs> if you I don't mean, like my music, <laughs> sucks to <Get> suck. Out. <laughs> no, I mean, DJing for yourself is also fun. But, like, if you're hosting, obviously you want yeah. to. And yeah. I, I think DJing is a great way to expand your taste of music. Because mm. I started listening to a lot more genres of music because I get requests. And I'm like, oh, this is actually mm. kind of hype. I'm going to play more music from this genre. Um and learn more about this this like new genre of music so my my music taste is even more eclectic now dude i kind of like country music now yeah i've been having a country playlist on last i I always had a deep disdain (laughs) against country music and i i didn't i couldn't wrap my head around why but I think the music itself is actually good. I hate the culture surrounding country music. I don't think the music itself is good. <laughs> Dude, let me play you some No, don't bops. please. No. Wait, wait, wait country why? country or like away. pop country? There's this guy that, well, Arjun Luke told me. Brian. No, not Morgan Brian. Wallace. Luke Combs. No, Chris Stapleton. Oh, my God. <laughs> he has a song. I, think I just tennessee whiskey but he also has oh i like tennessee whiskey this is a good song too you should probably leave it sounds like john mayer oh you do like john mayer it's been a while (laughs) right just like (laughs) stop this immediately (laughs) i think i associate music with vibes so if i don't like the vibe i don't like the music what's but the vibe is for most country music it's just peaceful like you're sitting on your front porch overlooking your corn drinking a beer I mean, not with your cowboy yeah. hat and cowboy boots, and looking at your Fish. sprawl. <laughs> land. So you actually don't enjoy like the musical aspect of country music. You don't like the country. Not twang. really. I kind of like. I like folk music, which I guess it's, is a sister to a country Jason, music. Yeah, yeah but uh, there's no twang. But it's it's still like the, the simplicity, like sing. oh, I love the ma- mountains. I love like going through the I love whatever, God whatever. Oh, hmm. and Jesus. Yeah, that too. Um, Rachel, you are very particular with your music. <laughs> I am. You don't like pop. I don't like pop. You don't like Dua Lipa, Doja Cat. I like Doja. Doja's. Uh, she's the queen of she's pop. She's been at the popified. Moment. 
What was her music before? It was all super no. poppy. Oh, <laughs> 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 and that Taco Bell song. Oh, milkshake. Mexican, no. Mexican pizza. She made a. She made oh a whole gosh. song about Mexican pizza. Yeah, I, I love her. One. See, like I love her vibe. Therefore, I love her music. Mm. Uh, I see, I see, okay. I see. Yeah. So it's similar to me where I don't really enjoy the, or my immediate aversion to country music is the, the culture surrounding it, and the culture is born from like the people who make the music, right? So, so it's similar. I don't know. I don't think I can be sold on country music. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it's not it's not like the instruments. You don't mind like a banjo. You don't mind. Yeah, like I don't mind tambourines. Yeah. Okay. It's just a, well, well, is it like the pop, lyrics? Probably don't like pop country. I feel like though. it's the voice. Hmm. Pop about, is different. Pop is like too. Naming hella specific artists. Hello, hello. Tennessee whiskey. Let me, let me pull my country. I do it. like Tennessee whiskey. I used to say I liked everything. I, I really did not like everything. I think I. <laughs> I, really I my go-to thing to say before was I like everything except for country, but then I, now I say That's I like so everything including country. Now well, I say R and B. I don't like hmm. metallic or scream. Like I just can't get behind that. Um, I also yeah I don't like dubstep I don't like yeah or like heavy trap I can't really do, uh what do you consider time like time and place grids? I guess yeah I I definitely had a headbangy ish phase yeah where um I enjoyed that but I think I'm too old now for that it hurts my head oh yeah. do you guys think you like country now because you're old <laughs> no I've been having this country playlist since like high school hmm. I I like converted to semi enjoying high or, I was the same way, like sophomore, freshman year of high school, I said I like everything except for country. And then something switched junior year of high school where I'm like, oh, I kind of vibe with country. And that's when my Spotify country playlist was born. Hmm. And then I roomed with two two dudes from Texas in college. And then we played I lived in Texas. <laughs> yeah, you lived in Texas. And I Did still you go to a country like concert? It. No, it's because I was mm. friends with a bunch of, can I say this, Mexicans? <laughs> Why can't you say that? Oh. I mean, yeah. yeah, so like they just listened to Mexican music all the time. Yeah, and it was great. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. There Latin was a lot of. Music or Latin yeah. music. Also so high. Good. Also bangers. I listened to a lot of mariachi too. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh, I whoa, did not whoa, see whoa. myself getting we into this. We have a specific section on Andrew's ideas. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I made that because I didn't know where to categorize my ideas. So I just put Andrew's ideas. I, I've never scrolled down. I feel like this. we need better organization for this. Yeah, no, we should put Apple this in Notes Notion. is actually one of the most like advanced note-taking tools. I still don't like it. Really? I saw that video you saw. Oh, really? You okay. can make tags and like different know, folders. But and... like you can't make like good tables that link to other documents, which you can do in Notion. That's Excel. Oh, yeah. Well, and OneNote. No, you can't do no, that in OneNote. I really like Notion. Please sponsor us. I love Notion <laughs> too. Ooh, okay. I like this because Andrew and I were talking about this. But mm. I'm going to a wedding next weekend. Uh, it's one of my high school friends. Mm. Um, and a lot of our high school friend group is going. Because like, when you invite one high school friend, you kind of have to invite all of them. Like the entire friend group, right? Because I'm not, I'm not super close with this guy. Um, I mean... I love him, but we like text maybe once every couple years kind of thing. Like I don't keep in close contact. Mm. So I was kind of surprised when I got the wedding invite from him. 
But at the same time, I wasn't that surprised because then I realized our whole entire high school friend group got an invite. Um, and I'm thinking about like when I get married, because it'll be like multiple years from now. I feel like we've talked about this. We have? Yeah. Whether we want it like a big wedding or a small no, 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 no. Oh. I'm wondering like because he invited me, do I have to invite oh. him to my wedding kind of thing? I don't think so. Because I think that's the common courtesy thing to do because weddings yeah. cost a lot. And obviously, like, them inviting you is they're spending money to basically have you there. So, like, it's common courtesy for you to kind of invite them back to your wedding. I think time frame matters. If you were going to get married later this year or, like, mm -hmm. beginning of next year or even next year in general, I think common courtesy would be, yeah, you should yeah. invite him. But I don't plan on doing that, so. Yeah. And then, I mean, that's the thing. Like, in three, five years, you... I think it's fair to reevaluate then, but it, I think it also depends on what type of wedding you have. If you have like a really small, intimate, yeah. personal wedding, then it's understandable. Uh, it's very understandable. Yeah. But part of me does like I kind of I alternate back and forth between this, like having a small, intimate wedding or having just like a banger when I have like a era's reunion tour of my life, and I just oh, invite wow. every like friend group from like each past, era of your life. Yeah. Because, like, at Andrew one point, Zahn, we the Eras Tour. Eras Tour <laughs> Wedding Edition. But I think that'd be really cool to see, like, a bunch of worlds, like, coalesce mm. at a wedding. Because I was close with all these people at one point in my life. Mm -hmm. So, like, these people did have an impact. They know you at different points. Um, yeah. yeah. But that requires a lot of money. Yes, that is very expensive. I yeah. feel like with the trajectory that you're on. So, thanks for listening to the podcast. <laughs> podcast is funding our future no please sponsor us <laughs> does notion sponsor influencers oh a ton of influencers oh, Most of YouTube, though. no sponsor kate oh yeah i think so do you feel mm. like well i guess it seems like you guys are not under the impression that you have to invite someone that invited you i think you reevaluate. well it depends like i said time, time frame, frame. and time frame also matters yeah mm. circumstances when you yeah. do get married because I, I feel like if you don't want to invite your entire high school friend group... I don't. That's fair. Yeah, I barely talked to any of them. Yeah. I talked to like two of them. So it'd be weird if you only invited him because he invited you to his yeah, wedding. And exactly. then didn't invite anyone so you had the, the two people you talked to. <laughs> I wouldn't mind yeah. him being there. Like, he's a great guy. Oh, super yeah. fun. It's just that my... I think my rule when I do come up with like a list of people to invite, it'll be if you haven't initiated a text or a call in the past five years you're not getting invited or maybe even the past three years depends on that's fair. where i am in life yeah i feel like that's and how fair. big of a wedding like that'll be my cutoff like if that person had not initiated a conversation with me in the past like several years then like i don't think we're close enough to justify having you at my wedding that's fair yeah it's really interesting because I think in Asian culture, ah, maybe this is pan-cultural, but um, when it comes to wedding invites, especially if your parents are helping you pay, there's an expectation that your parents are allowed to also invite mm. guests that mm. you wouldn't have otherwise invited, like their friends. Do you think mom and dad would invite a lot of their family friends to our wedding? It, I, they actually don't strike don't, me as... They don't strike us me as the type that I would. So. Yeah. Because if they did, they would have to invite like the entire church, which absolutely yeah. not, not happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's not like. Do you think we would, out of courtesy for mom and dad, like having a good time, invite some of their friends though? 
like mm. they're friends who have children that are our ages that we might not be they're super close to they're oh that we're not super close to yeah, yeah. interesting hmm. Hmm. i would i think mom and dad are friends with enough of my friend's parents where if i invite invite my friends and their parents they would have like a social circle to hang out with wow that'd be a crazy not large but like man because if you invite friends that's another plus two plus or plus one that's like four people per like friend if you invite their parents too not for everybody's parents but like those those spots fill up quick or or just like immediate like relatives like aunts and uncles they don't know oh, yeah we, we don't true. really need to invite their friends because the yeah. the idea is when parents invite their friends it's like they had a hand in like raising you they're like mm, the people yeah. who are yeah. like oh yeah. i remember when you were this young like i changed mm. your diapers and now yeah. they feel like they could be at your wedding oh wouldn't you just invite them yourself then but like you're not oh, like would you the invite? only experience that you have with them was when you were a baby like oh, okay. mm. you never stay close with them afterwards but would they're you your parents extended family i would how I mean, is how extended is yeah. extended like one degree like yeah immediately related to mom and dad mm. but i mean our uncle who lives in the u.s had a yeah, exactly. huge hand I, I mean yeah, yes so, he's yeah. obviously yeah. i yeah. assume you Count yeah, yeah. As, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think any of our family in the U.S. Yeah. would be invited. Mm. Would you have a wedding in the U.S. and then also a wedding in China? I feel like maybe or a ceremony of some sort. Yeah, I feel like I our feel grandparents like, would yeah, appreciate would that. One. This is with the assumption that you're. Is this with the assumption that your partner is also Chinese? No. no. I think it'd be I don't cool. Think, I think regardless, I wouldn't have like a wedding, but I'd like like to fly back with my then spouse to china to see ye and i nai and the rest of the mm. jet win or maybe they'll be like don't come until you have a child yeah i don't for some more context i called uh my grandparents last night and so i heard the only thing that they said to me was you need to extend your family Chenja. uh I, I think that's what they extend. Is I the, think Chenja is more like Chen, establish. A family. Oh, is that what? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, can you help me find somebody? Then it's not easy out here in the U.S. I love that they're also they're splitting the responsibility between me and you now. No, not man. just me. Uh, they see me getting old, and they're do just they, like, hmm. do they say anything to you, Rachel? No, I'm so oh, young. Yeah. I'm still in college. Well, yeah, but I think grandma probably got married around yeah but that age. was a different time yeah, my they guy. still live that in that was time such a different time i think they understand how culture has changed really I not think enough so. i, I mean, mean they're not the thing me. is it's not even in this culture getting married in mid to late 20s is not abnormal like our friends are getting married yeah mid to late yes mid to late yeah. for sure that's but, where but Rachel's at. early 20s. I know. Exactly. Yeah, which, which is, is why, why they're not, not getting pressured. Uh, uh, oh, I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. I see yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I Married love it. <laughs> I love that I don't get any of this. They're just like, oh, you've grown up so well. You look so pretty now. I'm just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> wow. Why don't I get any <laughs> positive affirmation? <laughs> I don't get that anymore. They're like, you're getting old and decrepit. Have a child. I love calling you and then I. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But dad was like showing me or i guess nine i was holding the camera she was showing me yeah yeah like walking 
his back is like scoliosis like 90 yeah. degrees now wait what oh like bent forward mm-hmm. yeah it's crazy yeah. nana still looks great though i will she say does. Yeah. yeah they're not like that much actually how many how they're many 10 years, years, 10 years, 10 years so, apart yeah, so it's, that's uh, quite a lot it's a pretty big gap hmm. but yeah 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 oh, i'm not gonna lie I, I think i'm starting to feel what you're feeling jesse because i felt hella guilty i'm like man maybe i do need to be in a relationship and have a kid after yeah. having the call get some have some kids man i think this is the first time that because usually you're there and all the pressure falls on you yeah but because you weren't there they're just like all right andrew you're next up at bat we can't talk to jesse right now so or have a my, child more dad was just straight up told them like andrew's more ready than jesse yeah, Dad might have said that. I don't know. Uh, he handed me the phone while I was half asleep and taking a nap. Oh, yeah. Bruh. And I was like, huh? What, what's happening? <laughs> what time is it? Time for you to have kids. <laughs> it is hot in here. I feel great. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. Do we want to integrate the CMB ad? Speaking yeah. about having kids, before no. you have kids, no, you need to like have that. a wife. And before you have a wife, <laughs> you like need to have a serious relationship. And where you can find a serious relationship <laughs> super easily is on Coffee Meets Bagel because everything on Coffee Meets Bagel is so intentional. And everyone on Coffee Meets Bagel wants a serious relationship. Clip it, speed cut running, it, it's a wrap. Speed running your path to having kids, Coffee Meets Bagel. If you want to appease your... <laughs> this is not what i was intending coffee meets bagel all right so i mentioned on the last podcast that we are now starting to get sponsorships and a lot of you probably have already seen our first one with coffee meets bagel they want to extend our contract um i'm gonna leave this this ad in here he's been in the game rachel would you ever use a dating app no, I think it's just weird. But if you were to use a dating app, but if I were to use one, I would use Coffee Meets Bagel. Uh, what is sorry. your? What are your reservations against using a dating app? Oh, do you want to meet I cute? Just, yeah, mm. I do want to meet cute. Oh wait, what is meet? Have cute? you described what's your what's your ideal meet cute? I was talking about what, this. What, with are, what is oh, this term? Cute. Meet in it's, real life. Yeah. It just like what a cute way of meeting yes. someone in real life, just like oh, by who, chance. Meet cute. What the? Have you never it's heard a, of like this a term? rom-com term? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whoa, I've never heard of that term. Wow. Meet cute. Yeah, you don't watch rom-coms, do you? I don't know. Not I feel really. like I don't. I don't like the mm. idea of someone just being attracted to me based off of an image that I put out. Mm. Um, what if you're like in a coffee shop listening to like your favorite music? I don't know how that person would pick that up. Hold up. And you have your phone open <laughs> and it has a spot of... <laughs> yeah. Hold up, hold up. I'm just saying like... Because you don't really read the books in public either. comes over to you and is like, can you please turn that off? <laughs> oh, oh uh, shit. I'm so sorry. Do you want my number? <laughs> True love. Ideal uh, meet cute. Because <laughs> mm. I was talking about this with a friend like yeah. to describe your perfect meet cute and... Then I was like, wait a second. Mm. Do I even put myself in situations where I would be in this MeQ moment? Mm. Oh, interesting. What if you start centering your life around the perfect MeQ? Like you just put yourself in situations. I was going to say, though, I feel feel like like... some people do that. Yeah. Mm. Like I really want to find somebody like Like your friend who's at the library reading. Like your friend who just stands at the entrance of a Ritzia. Oh no, I forgot my uh, wallet. Can someone pay me? Yeah, yeah. 
Gotta look confused uh, at Sephora. Oh my gosh, gotta look. Oh yeah. yeah oh, yeah. that one TikTok. Oh no, no, no. There's a lot of variations. There's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dating apps isn't working, so I need to start looking confused at Ulta. Yeah. Are you still going to Ulta? Oh, I can. I need to go pick up photos from CBS. Yeah, so I filmed that TikTok. Why? Why? Oh, looking confused at Ulta. I have been the guy who's from confused at Ulta, though. You have because yeah. I try to buy Christmas presents for. Uh, kids in children's cincinnati hospital and she wanted a straight iron <laughs> or a, a flat iron i don't know what <laughs> hair it's called. straightener a no hair straightener. no what? but she called it something iron and so i uh, thought it was curling iron. iron no it wasn't curling it was like i think it was okay. called a straight iron hold up hold up yeah, i'd be confused by right, that too yeah. yeah yeah and so i like i think it was called a straight iron well she like she wrote it uh okay yeah oh. so she wrote straight oh, iron flat or flat iron, iron. Mm. I can't remember. It was either flat iron or straight iron. And so I was just like, oh, yeah, to like iron your clothes. No. And then my like girl space friend was like, Andrew, no, you dumbass. She's looking for like something to straighten yeah, her yeah. hair. Like, Why would oh. you want an iron? Because I went to. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then I went At to Alta, Alta and I was just like looking around. And I was like, I hope I'm going find an iron. <laughs> yeah. Um, the lady instantly came up to me and started talking to me and asked what I was looking for. It was, I'm I'm curious. What are your like perfect me cues? Because mm. I feel like I used to have one and I experienced it, and then I was like, me cues are overrated. Mm. Dang, I don't yeah. know. I think I'm a fan. Okay, I don't. Mm, I also don't like men approaching me, so it's like kind of hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel difficult. like if it's in a in an environment around other friends so like they're in that group because mm, we have mutual, mutual friends, friends. Yeah, that's, that's okay the best way, yeah yeah but if it's like a stranger i don't want it get it away from me don't um me. yeah unless like we're in a space like enjoying an activity where it's a bunch of strangers i'm thinking of like concert or like some mm. something where there's a gathering of people that have similar interests i still feel like you don't want to be approaching that setting <sighs> yeah and yeah. i also, <laughs> as a guy like i also I don't, don't really like want yeah, yeah. approaching people in big like in like public events i i think the ideal is through uh for, like a mutual like friend. a house party that's yeah. what i'm thinking yeah, yeah. Like, that, yeah. Like, there has that... to be mutual friends because then it's like a pre-vetted kind of mm -hmm. mm, mm -hmm. meeting yeah but aside from that like i think i do like the friends to lovers trope because the idea of like someone oh. likes you for who you are before they're like romantically attracted to you or something mm. i don't know if i'm well i've never been in a situation where that has happened mm. because if i wasn't immediately attracted to you as someone i would see myself dating it that doesn't usually flip. change yeah. for me mm. um, do you like immediately pursue someone in that way when you find them like attractive i don't really pursue anyone but um i do have like if i see someone who's attractive i will think in my mind like oh i might like develop a crush on the side or something mm. but i don't think i would actively pursue them unless there was like a if, unless i had so i don't know i've never like really pursued anyone being before, so friends with oh, okay my way of i think pursuing people is basically being really friendly with them i don't think they would be able to tell that i'm actually trying to <sighs> like just like me yeah. like i feel same. like i would just give off really 
platonic yeah, friends. That's vibes. what I mean by, I'm, I guess, friends to lovers. It's like you get to know them as a person before. Yeah, you I think I would anything. actually prefer that. Yeah, just to even though my intentions may not be just to be friends, but like that's I'm better at becoming someone's friend than like pursuing them romantically. Like I I've never that's learned how to yeah. do that. Like our parents never taught us. Yeah, that. no. I don't really have any good friends who are good examples of how to do that well. How to or, pick up girls. No, but like, I mean, it's do it in a respectful, massive. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. genuine manner. Like, I haven't, because most people, if you do this, it's in private. So, like, I don't get to readily observe that. And our parents never taught us that. So, what I can do is I'm good at making friends with people. But, like, then... Is that misleading? Yeah, then, like, the message that I actually want to send to the other person doesn't get through. Until, like, I actually open up and be vulnerable. I actually think I had this problem, like, in middle school, like... Like oh, I would open school. up and they'd be like confused and like what uh, you like me? kind of thing. Oh wow, what? interesting. Yeah, I guess I just haven't really liked enough people to do this with, or anyone. <laughs> but it's really easy when someone is pursuing you or oh, they man. initiate the flirtiness. Yeah. Then it's like yeah. super easy. Then yeah, you just yeah, follow yeah. suit. Yeah. But I've never had to be the one who initiates flirtation. Mm. Yeah. What was the original question? Meet cute? Oh. Your ideal meet cute. Oh. I think there's something before that too. Oh, would I ever dating use apps? Oh. dating apps? You oh, said boy. no. Yeah. Because I, I think it's just oh. weird. Like there's no pre-vetting. Yeah. I Nowadays, like being mm. single, I'm scared. Like you just don't, like when you meet a stranger, you know nothing you about know them. Yeah. It's like, it's scary because as you get to know more and more about them, like it could go one way or the other. Like, you could like what you're finding out, but you can also be like, whoa. Isn't that with everyone, though? Even though, no, but from it's well, the, the stakes are higher with like romantic relationships, I think. Yeah, but isn't that with even in romantic relationships as well? Not with like mutual friends, because like I mm. feel like you can ask your friend, like, what <laughs> yeah. is this person like? What do you think about this person? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, be honest mm. with me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you generally don't need. Because I. <laughs> you Sorry. also generally uh, don't meet like the other person's environment like the people that they mm, surround themselves with and i think i mm, like seeing people in that environment in their too. own yeah. environment yeah that like, gives a lot of information mm -hmm. that's true mm -hmm. wow any mutual friend shorties mutual <laughs> <laughs> friend shorties for rachel too yeah. oh, oh god <laughs> uh. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Cut that out. Cut that out. Yeah, cut that out. <laughs> we don't want to attract that. Uh, no, we don't. Um, I'm open to dating apps because I feel like I think it's safer for guys too. It is definitely yeah. a lot safer, That's and also very true. Um, it's just a good opportunity to like meet people that you wouldn't have otherwise met. Mm. Because like, that's a good point. If you're only dependent on like meeting people through mutual friends, like the amount of people yeah. that you could potentially the meet is really people, small yeah. Yeah, yeah. whereas like online like you can meet people that you wouldn't have met otherwise mm -hmm. but that's fair yeah yeah i think like the only reason i would ever be on a dating app is just to have fun entertainment yeah huh? like, i don't never see go on myself... a date just swipe and have oh no, no, no like maybe even go on oh, dates yeah, just okay. so like 
like you said learn about other people that Mm. i would otherwise never meet and have stories actually um i actually think I have met people through dating apps who I think use dating apps to make friends, which I think was really weird. But like they go on dating apps, meet people and like keep it strictly platonic. And that's how they make friends. Mm. Mm. I don't know if I like that. I think it's misleading. But you won't have that problem on Coffee Meets Bagel. (laughs) That's true. I don't know. Sometimes like actually, no, I've never gone to dating apps to friendship arc. Mm. That's never happened. No. I've I've seen that happen a couple times. Yeah, I was well, like, I've it's seen weird. it happen. I've just never personally experienced it. Oh, okay. Yeah, when I don't know, I feel like when you introduce people, you're like, oh yeah, this is my friend. We met on a dating app. We met on Bumble. We met on Hinge. <laughs> I think it's a funny conversation starter. I don't think necessarily mm-hmm. I would judge them for that if mm-hmm. they're like genuine friends. Actually, now. yeah, you're right. You're right. If they yeah. just end up being homies. Have you ever had a love? Okay, it doesn't have to be lover, but like relationship to friendship arc or like romantic to platonic relationship arc in your life before? Never a two-way street. Either like I had feelings for them, they didn't to me, and then Mm. we just stayed friends or the other way around. But if there was never like mutual feelings to friendship arc. Okay. Okay. Because that would have been dating, dating. and yeah, then breaking up. Just yeah. settling. Yeah. Or just staying friends with your ex, yeah. essentially. I feel like I have... Well, it wasn't like... I think the initial start to my relationship with this person was we were both interested in potentially dating each other. Mm, but then right. as we you got had to this, know... Yeah. yeah, as we got to know each other more... Mm. I think we both came to the realization that we're better off as just friends. Mm. But the initial interest was, I think, more. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You're right. You have had this. Yeah. And I think that type of relationship is, what's the right word? Spicy. Spicy. (laughs) It's like a spicy Spicy friendship. Spicy everything bagel. (laughs) Spicy spicy everything bagel. But yeah. no, like when once it was like strict, there was nothing spicy about it afterwards. It was just like we connected really well. And like, I mean, we both started dating other people afterwards mm-hmm. um, and still stayed pretty good friends. Stayed really good friends. Um, but yeah. I think there have been people who have been or like have had crushes on me, but then I just avoid until they stop having crushes on me. And Keep then your we're feelings friends. to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> basically yeah but i don't think it's ever it hasn't it usually hasn't been awkward afterwards unless it was from a much earlier time in my life Hmm. that raises a question for me i think in my youth i was notoriously bad at dealing with people who liked me Mm -hmm. but i didn't know how to like reject them Mm -hmm. in a respectful Mm -hmm. way Mm-hmm. Um, and I still don't think I'm well I don't think as an adult you really have to do that as much anymore but is there like a good way to like turn someone down is there a right way or like a proper way to turn someone down a good old fashioned sit down conversation yeah but yeah. as like when you're young that's hard yeah you don't have i don't think you can do that because i was also yeah. the same i remember we were it. all the same dude i was the same i yeah. would just get i would get super uncomfortable, uncomfortable yeah and just yeah like, 
just ignore like ignore and ignore yeah. and avoid i did the same yeah. thing and like they're great i was yeah. massively yeah i heard a girl like me in third grade i was just like oh i don't i mean i just avoided the girl because i was just like what what do i do yeah dang yeah she was in the front of the line i I went to the back of the line yeah Yeah, yeah. but like what can you do when you're 10 yeah i mean yeah without being mean and hurting their feelings exactly because i i also didn't want to be very sensitive uh, and hurt their feelings even though i like wanted to stop whatever was going on in their mind stop liking you know how like actors the way they cry like on command is like i think you just imagine yourself in a really sad situation Mm. and then it triggers immediate tears do you guys have a certain thing that you can imagine on the point on the spot and just start tearing up no i don't cry a lot yeah you do i can't do it i can't cry on command I also sometimes when I'm really sad, I don't cry, but I feel sad. Yeah, that's so I need the to induce crying. So usually I watch a really sad movie that will get me to cry. Yeah, the thing is, the sad experiences or sad memories that make me cry will only make me cry the first couple times, mm-hmm. and then by like times four or you five, get desensitized to it. Yeah, I still get sad, but I don't. It's yeah. not to the point of tears yeah. anymore. Because. I, going off of what Rachel was just saying, I I remember, oh, I hate how I talk about this so much, but I remember during my breakup, like this time last year, I like felt immense sadness, but I couldn't get myself to cry. Like I was like, I really want to mm. just let it all out, ugly cry and just like yeah. have this Be cathartic yeah. experience, but mm. I couldn't do it. And it was like, I was like forcing myself to cry. I was like almost fake crying in order to like get myself to actually cry. Sad but I like the work. technique of watching yeah. sad movies. Yeah, because then you don't feel bad because you're not crying for yourself either. Yeah. It, it oh, makes it feel like you're crying for something else. Yeah. Like you're just sitting in a space of sadness. Yeah. A lot of Pixar yeah. movies will get that to me. Yeah. They still make oh, me it cry. happened to me during Everything Everywhere. That movie mm. always gets me. But it takes cry. so long to get to the part where you're going to start crying, though. Yeah, but then it's like, what rush I mean, I are you want, in to cry? <laughs> I just want to get it out. And you get to watch a bomb, bomb movie while That's you're That's true. It. But when Spider-Man I... Spider-Man also made me cry. The new oh. one? Yeah. I was crying during it. When? when? Wait, uh, spoiler check. Uh, it was uh, when Miles was saying bye to his mom and jumping back in the Spider-Verse universe on top of the water tower. And she was just like, just know oh. we're always here for you. And I was oh. like, damn, don't do this to me. And then I cry. I don't remember that part. But a one exercise. You remember I this part? Okay, yeah, God, I was just going to say. I don't, I don't know why I don't remember that. Um, I think it's a good exercise to practice crying. Like, I think it's a skill to be able to express your emotion in that way. Some people are naturally good at it. At but crying? I, yeah. Mm. I think crying can be really annoying sometimes, though. Because, okay, yes. Maybe I do cry a lot, but I don't cry a lot in the sense of times where I want to cry, right? But I will cry Uh, unexpectedly, mm. and it's usually because I'm really frustrated and angry and with other people. And then it comes out, and I lose all of my ethos. I I lose everything. You cry at frustration. No, 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 no. no. Yes, I cry a lot out of frustration. When I say Mm. good crier, I mean people who can control when they cry. Like, they use it almost as a tool to, like, for me, I just want to... No, no, oh. no. As a tool to express your emotion. Because, like, for me, I just wanted to feel sad and then move on with it. And just, like, get the cry out mm. and then move on and get on with my day. 
but like I couldn't get it out, so I just kept sleeping in sadness. It's cry constipation. Yeah, I think I have cry constipation. Constipation. <laughs> um. So what I do now is sometimes, like before I go to sleep, I just like imagine mom and dad dying, and like triggers immediate tears. What the? Huh? F- <laughs> Why would and you, I get so sad. Why would you want to put that negative energy out into the universe? I'm not putting it out in the universe. It's almost I'm just, like manifestation if you're thinking no, about no, it no, this no, no, often. No. Good no, lord. No, I don't do it that... I think it's when I'm in like a sad space and like... This is really interesting because I, I thought about that. I'd just be more sad. <laughs> yeah. I no, just but then it awful. gets the cry out and I'm like... But then I'd be left with, oh my God, I'm not going to see then, mom and dad for no, so much longer. And no, all the times that I have is... afterwards because I'm like, wow, they're still alive. <laughs> interesting. This is a strange one. I'm going to leave you yeah, at that. I but I like, if it works for you, it works for yeah. you. I don't do it intentionally, but sometimes... Like I'll be in bed, and that's just where my mind will go. Just I just sad. play out death. sad s- scenarios. Yeah, you guys don't think about death. No, I think about death all. T- I think about mm. life after mom and dad passes all the time, and it's really that's sad. too scary for me. I don't like. It's like that's a reality we'll have to face bliss. in the Maybe future. Like Forty years. <laughs> yeah, it's so far away. Yeah, so but it's weird. still like I, I want to be mentally prepared when that does. You want to desensitize yourself to it now. Like, I know it's going to be painful no matter what. I guess this is really weird. These are like the inner workings of my yeah, mind. You're really exposing sure. myself. You're exposed but, away. But like, I'm thinking about like, how will I be able to be myself without like the foundational people that are in my life? And it's a very scary thought. It's mo- more of an exercise of thinking about human mortality because we're culturally in a space where human mortality is often ignored and we fear Mm. it whereas in certain cultures Mm. mortality is it's not taboo and it's like almost sometimes it's even celebrated so like the idea surrounding mortality i'm trying to like almost train my brain to think about mortality more regularly and being desensitized to it sounds like kind of um you're decent you're like kind of like a heartless yeah apathetic apathetic well not the word but okay keep on going in any case i do think it is healthy to like think about mortality and like think about this is something that will happen and like we have to be prepared to you know like respond to it because like i think when deaths happen sometimes people aren't prepared for how to process it um and it's i think it's a really scary thing because i'm i'm scared of death like mom had this conversation with you where she was like oh like when i die at my funeral all of you guys should be celebrating be happy because i've moved on to like heaven Heaven, yeah like so i i think about that a lot because i've talked to mom about this uh i don't know why but that is a memory in my head of mom yeah i've I've had that conversation but like that is based on the assumption that we believe genuinely that she has but i genuinely believe that she genuinely believes that yeah but i'm thinking about it from my own perspective of like because when she's dead like her perspective doesn't exist anymore so like it's only you living with your perspective and like actually no i do believe in an afterlife i think i do too i I willingly like gaslight myself to believe 
Actually, maybe not. I, I think okay. that's almost so, a coping mechanism. Is, it is. Okay. But here's the thing. Like, no it's one like, knows. I'm going to see them again, kind of. So, like, if you're... Co- I, I have... that you'll see them again. It's just that, like, I know she's at peace. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just knowing at that, peace yeah. is fine. Because, like, you don't... Okay. Here's my thoughts on mortality in the afterlife. Nobody knows what happens when you die, right? Yes. So, why not just believe that mm. there's something There's better. nothing to lose. Schrodinger's cat. Like, yeah, yeah sure. doesn't... Because I, if you're, because I have friends, I believe in whatever brings me the most comfort. Mm. And that's me choosing to believe that there's an afterlife. And no one can tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah, Uh, they don't know. And if someone says like, well, nothing matters, like we die and then everything ceases to exist. And if that brings you comfort, I'm like, that's good for you. I don't want that's to believe. That's scary to me. Yeah, that's like scary soon- to me. Some people really like that, and that brings them comfort, mm. which is also really interesting. But interesting. what brings me the most comfort is that I don't know what the afterlife entails, if there is one really, but I'm just going to say that there is in my mind just to bring myself comfort. Interesting perspective. Because to me, that almost feels like you're being avoidant of death. Because one thing that I hate doing, or I'm very bad at doing, is saying goodbye to people. Like, it's just, oh, I'm very bad me too. saying goodbye. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to make a hard cut off on, like, being away from someone's presence. So, like, the way I get over that is like, oh, I'll see you again. Like, we'll see each other soon. We'll make plans, even though we don't have exact plans. But, like, with death, like, you're never going to see that person again. And that lingering feeling of missing them just is a little overwhelming so i think for you like knowing that there's an act or thinking that there will be an choosing afterlife, to think that there's choosing an after, to think yeah but i also i really like, like oh i will see them again yeah kind of thing. the perspective of like they live through people like even though their physical presence is gone mm-hmm. like they wow, have that's a good disseminated like their that. presence through so many people oh, they yeah. have like impacted so many people that they continue living oh wow that's your you die twice that's deep first when you die and second all people when know you die forget who you or oh. your the last time your name is spoken mm. yeah i don't know what that's from i think it's from a movie <laughs> that's crazy dang the second death is even scarier in that case but you're not there to experience i don't know it. Yeah. yeah i but the thought of it is scary that like, you're gonna at be some forgotten po- like at some point like the world will just forget that i ever existed but that's true for everyone. So I you know what I do think about a lot? I really want to... Well, this is getting really morbid. But I really want to die in sunlight. I don't know. Like, I want my I want my last memory to be... like of on the sun. A, I don't want it to be like in the dark at night. Mm. I want the last existing memory that I to have to be... as happy be and peaceful like bright. and joyful as... Yeah. yeah. That's... Uh, I think I also I can, would like... Can I control that? Yeah, of course. You can you can tell people who are Euthanasia. taking care of you. Just go to Alaska during the summer and it's 21 hours. Increase my odds. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, just hold out. I think there is a level of control that you have yeah, over when you die. Because yeah. some people just like, you know, like at some point once they're satisfied with everything, they just give up. Yeah. Um, interesting thought. Wow, wow, this conversation funny. took a turn. Yeah. Uh, uh, wow. Contemplating mortality. Mortality is, I yeah, like I said, it's not talked about enough. I do yeah. think that it is healthy to think about mortality and how all the friends and family around you are. But it also helps you, like, appreciate 
the moments that you have with them more when because i actually think when i do i don't purposely do these exercises but like when i think about like mom and dad passing away like it just makes me so much more grateful for the times i do get with them now and helps me be more active about like seeing them more and like spending more time with them because usually after i have these thoughts i'll like call mom and be like wow like i still get to like talk to you i still get to like spend time with you like there Mm -hmm. will be a day where i won't be able to do that and i really just appreciate that i am still able to do Mm -hmm. that today i think that's also one of the reasons why i'm glad that i ended up spending undergrad in ohio Mm -hmm. because i Mm -hmm. realized like this is my last year that i'm probably going to be close to mom and dad for Mm -hmm. the foreseeable future which is sad yeah so yeah i get to see mom dad a lot for the next four years i fly back a lot i'm coming back again next month (laughs) that's true you are on that heavy note we are going to sign out from this podcast and wrap it up unless you guys have final thoughts yeah i'm trying to think of how to end this on a happy thought i don't know i I don't know why like spend time right now death isn't like really jarring and scary i don't think we've ever experienced like none of us have experienced a really close death but like and like which we're lucky mm -hmm. for yeah i don't know i'm right now i'm just like the natural cycle of how the world moves like once our parents pass away we're gonna have our kids and then i can like talk to them about how great their yeah and nine nine was uh-huh. and like it's just wheel spinning it is the circle of life yeah i, I don't know how to no my takeaway is a, just like spend time with the people yeah. that you love yeah. because you will one day not be able to do that so um cherish the moments that you have and actively plan for more moments in the future well yeah that's a good takeaway all right Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this week's episode of The Rooftop Pod. Um, it'll be a while before the three of us record another podcast together. Not that long. It's in like person. in two weeks. Yeah. Two we weeks. Oh, pick up Rachel. my bad. When uh, you guys are here packing for. Oh, true. It's it's you up. time, yeah. Ooh. All right. A little true, teaser to the true, podcast. True, true. A little, little teaser. You know, project, project N is. Project N. <laughs> Project is ramping up in next no. month. You'll you'll hear about it <laughs> on the next pod. No. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys again for joining us on this week's episode of the Rooftop Pod. I'm your host Jesse, and signing out with me is my sister Rachel and my brother Andrew. And we will catch you on the next episode of the Rooftop Pod. Peace. Peace.